0: on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Shut
1: up and sit down. <laughs>
0: Good Thursday morning to you. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you that are streaming online, WGNCRadio.com, thank you for tuning in. Wherever you are tuning in, however you're doing so, whether it's the bus stop or whether it's on your way to work. We're so glad that you're here this morning. We've got a ton to cover. I mean, a ton. Got a slew of conversations today. We've got pick six to do. No show tomorrow, no live show. Working on getting a best of for tomorrow, um, to be quite honest with you, it could very easily be yesterday's show that we'll be sending to Scott Neisler for replay tomorrow. A lot of stuff yesterday. You need to go check out yesterday's podcast. If it's not up already, it will be soon. All right? Getting indication that it is up and ready to roll. Go check that out after we're done here. Do it later on today, but definitely go check that out. Before we get cranked up, because we've got a lot of stuff to do. We've got just so much. It's, It's packed. Now in Gastonia, Home Outlet is your secret to winning the home improvement game. With new quality kitchens, baths, floors, and more, your 100% employee-owned home outlet has everything you need to take your project from plan to reality, including the largest selection of in-stock products. You don't have to imagine the feeling of walking into your newly remodeled kitchen because Home Outlet is now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. That's the feeling of winning the home improvement game. Follow us on social media and visit... HomeOutlet.com. So I know it's a wee early, but it's time. There's just too much to do. There's just too much show in the show today. You got you got a jam pack coming in early, no doubt. Coming in hot. No doubt. Um,
2: full disclaimer. Okay. Yesterday's show is not out yet. Okay. I misspoke. My yeah. apologies. No, my apologies. No, no, no. Well, I'm apologizing
0: to the listeners, but we're going to correct. No, that. that's
2: my. No, I, I'm working on it now. My apologies. Um, or, or uh, like a lot of people say, "Just kidding." What are you kidding about? <laughs> you ever heard that? Somebody made. That's the new thing now. When you're wrong and you get busted, you say "just kidding." Are we at the comedy club? What's I don't? What's funny?
0: This ain't my bad, cuz. My bad.
2: Made a mistake, B-Rush. That's cool. Yeah.
0: And and so, therefore, the I don't podcast. Care if you like it or not, to be honest Therefore, with <laughs> the podcast will be up a little bit later on uh, today. Uh,
2: oh, it's going to be up. be
0: ready to rock and roll. Okay. Yeah. So, yesterday, last night, opening night for the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets got their win on opening night. Yeah, that place was jumping. Well, that was what I was going to ask. Okay. Did you end up going? Yeah. Yeah, we did go.
2: Yeah. I learned what a big bollock was.
0: That's <laughs> like a big guy like you.
2: You oh, didn't you uh, didn't know that?
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Um I thought we were going to revisit uh the dongle from yesterday, oh, but
2: No, no. I found uh, the dongle. Okay. The dongle right, is right.
0: safe. Okay. All right. So Look, a 116-110 win for the Charlotte Hornets. Look, you you can say what you want to. The reality is you have one opening night. Yeah. And they took care of business on opening night. P.J. Washington was very solid. But the thing that I got to see. Brandon Miller get hot late in the fourth. Brandon Miller scored eight points in the fourth quarter. Oh, they were giving it to him. Mark Williams. Yeah. Mark Williams. How about this for lunch pail? 13 points. 15 rebounds. I saw on social media, he literally snatched the ball out of the air that somebody had yeah, shot. Yeah, he
2: did. That was late. I think that was late in the fourth, I believe.
0: See, when you've got a youngster coming yeah. in and making plays like that... Yeah. Okay. All right. You know the listen, Hornets,
2: I see you. And look, the place was not packed. Granted, I mean, it is opening night, so you're going to draw more fans, you know, deservedly so, I would think. The excitement. And... uh but it was a really good crowd there last night. You, now, listen, usually the Hornets crowds don't show up till about halftime anyway. They linger at the clubs and the flight deck and things like that. So uh, it was a pretty good crowd last night. Okay. Decent, decent energy when the game was over. I mean, nothing crazy. But, I, you, hey, look, they got a win before the Panthers did,
0: didn't they? Right. I mean, we're still <laughs> we're seven weeks yeah, plus Seven in, or eight weeks in. And still nothing from the Panthers. Still nothing. So They don't even look good on paper anymore.
2: But uh, good for the Hornets. Yes. Play again at home Friday night. What do I need to do with those tickets? Hmm. Should we give them away?
0: Well, you I
2: mean, s- they're five rows from the floor, Brian. Look,
0: you say tickets.
2: Let's see. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Six rows. Okay. Eh, close. What's the difference? 5, 10, 15, 20.
0: So, you, wait a minute. So, you're saying you've got tickets for tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they play tomorrow night.
0: They do play tomorrow night. I'm forgetting against whom? Uh, I don't know. Don't but worry. we also have tickets that we've got to try to give away for the Charlotte 49ers football game tomorrow That's night tomorrow against night. Florida Atlantic. Yeah,
2: let's give those away first. Because so, mine, Yeah, mine's, mine costs too much money. I'm going to sell them.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, listen. listen. They're one and another, right? It's time, for, it's time for your boy to get a
0: payday. No Start, doubt. starting off hot. I'm no, going to get paid. No I, I'm
2: going to cash in when the stock's at the peak. There you go. Yeah.
0: So here's what we've got going on today. At 7:20, we're going to talk to Shane Short, the head coach of Bessemer City. We haven't talked to him in a month. I can't believe. Like, Been that long. The time has flown so much. We missed him two weeks ago. Yeah. Had some family stuff, but he's going to be back on today at 7:20. At 7:40, we're going to break out some more talk related to high school football, things going on in the, you know, in in our world, and all that kind of stuff. At eight o'clock, Ben McMillan. Had a chance to watch the Stuart Kramer Storm last Friday. i got to be honest with you, the future looks pretty b- bright for this club. It really does. They've got some youngsters that have got a little game to them. And I think in a year or two, we could be hearing from the Storm Club a little bit of a, of a revival, if you will, of the program's fortunes. Because, let's be honest, they're going to play Forest View on Friday night, that's going to be the end of the season for both of them. And the reality is they're going to go back to the drawing board. How did
2: we get here so fast?
0: It's unbelievable.
2: Well, that's like we just started
0: and i don't i don't see an end in sight like as far as a chance to really slow down i i, I don't see it happening uh, there's plenty that we're going to be able to talk about throughout richard walker's going to be on at 820 i'm glad i came on i wouldn't have got any time well that's the thing about it and then we're going to have pick 6 at 840 and along the way <laughs> okay along hey, the way
2: crammy thing else in here
0: well I, what i'm suggesting is at 740 we go ahead and try to see if we can open up the phone lines and take some calls. All right. Um, because again, we do want to give these tickets away uh, for UNC Charlotte and Florida Atlantic a kickoff tomorrow night. So what
2: time's that kickoff, do you know? I'm not sure. I'll look it up real quick. I'm you not sure. I, l- listen, let's show everybody how to uh buy some time and I'll look it well, up.
0: Well, you're you're gonna, you, you ramble I'm along. gonna buy some time because I've got some more stuff to seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah. Okay. That's even better. So Here's what we do know. Charlotte won last night on opening night, 116-110 over the Atlanta Hawks. New York Red Bulls, 5-2 winners over Charlotte FC. Charlotte FC season is over. The Red Bulls move on. They'll play a best of three against FC Cincinnati. The Bailey, the boys in the blue and orange, let's go, Bailey. Um, Excited for that. December 16th, 1 o'clock. Richard Walker's got this on his site. We may have an opportunity to drop this in our conversation with Richard Walker this morning, but I want to talk about this right now, and we may be able to dive into this a little bit later on. Richard Walker, carolinasportshub.com, rolled out 15 players from Cleveland, Gaston, and Lincoln counties. That's pretty much our sweet spot. We do extend beyond that, but that's pretty much where we try to stay. Fifteen players. Have been selected to play in the fifth annual Queen City Senior Bowl. That's gonna be played over at Olympic High School, one o'clock on December the sixteenth. And we'll roll out some of these names. You know, we, keep...
2: we were supposed to talk about this a week
0: ago, weren't we? Well, we, so we were gonna talk about the coaches yeah. because several coaches are a part of this. Dan Rothwell yep. is gonna be an assistant coach on this team. Okay. You've got you got David Devine that's supposed to be an assistant coach. On this team, I mean, you've got a lot of guys that we spend a lot of. Coach Washington at Mountain Island Charter, he's going to be the head coach. Isn't Coach the, Hodge
2: on this staff, or was that another something else? I'm just, I, Remember, I sent you something last. It was last week. I'll look it up. Where you where you going?
0: Well, whatever the case, the Queen City Senior Bowl. I'm going to roll out these names: Ben Mooney, quarterback, Burns Bulldogs; Trenton Sherrill, quarterback, that I get to see tomorrow night. As the East Gaston Warriors take on the Highland Tech Rams, I'll be doing a special fill in public address work for the Highland Tech Rams as they take on East Gaston tomorrow night. Darius Headley, running back of Hunter Huss. Reggie Daniel, wide receiver of Mountain Island Charter. Malachi Addison of Crest, he's going to be there. Kayvon Bonner of Burns, an outside uh, line or an offensive lineman. Alex Jackson, an offensive lineman with Kings Mountain. I'm going to roll out these names. Their offensive line, I think, is going to be just fine. Okay? Offensive lineman Alex Jackson of Kings Mountain, we mentioned. Defensive lineman Jason McNeely of Shelby. Defensive lineman Peyton Parker of East Gaston. Defensive lineman Marcel Johnson of East Lincoln. Okay? Dave Lubowitz representing. Then you've got linebacker Jason, Jason Melton of Kings Mountain. Linebacker Keali Washington of Mountain Island charter defensive back JT Lattimore of the North Gaston Wildcats will be there defensive back Cameron Anderson of crest and then they're listed as athlete and well he is truly that Jalen Roseboro of East Lincoln that's the 15 players that will be representing these three counties in that senior bowl
2: okay we felt this was a a week ago at this was announced uh, from the North Carolina Coaches Association the East-West
0: All-Star Game. Oh, that- that's up in Greensboro. Yeah. That's supposed to be in August or, or July. Um, I think it's held at Grimsley High School, to be honest with you. Um, that's during the coaches' convention.
2: Okay. A football game during the coaches' convention? Yes. Okay. I think so. Uh, Johnny Armstrong from South Point. Let's see here. Charlie Burt Whistle from South Point. Um, Noah Comer from Forest View. Just trying to go over the list real quick. Um
0: I think the I think Susky
2: is not. Susky, Chris, Jonathan Johnson from Burns. Who else is in this area? Deshaun Medley, Hickory, Jeremiah Norris, Burns, <clears throat> Jaden Pierce, Shelby. I think that is about it. Uh coaching staff. A couple guys. Let's see. Adam Hodge is on the staff. Uh, that's it.
0: Okay, now, now I've got a question. Yeah. Okay. I've got a question. Sent coach Mackey from High Brighton's on the staff. Okay. I, I've got a question. Yeah. I wonder how hard Coach Hodge is going to politic for the triple option to be run at the All-Star game.
2: He's going to sit over and be quiet and do what the head coach tells him to do.
0: <laughs> that's what he's going to do. <laughs> Well, I How mean, about that, coach? But that, you know, that East West All Star game is, is actually a, it's, he might be it's a pretty prestigious game. He might be the head
2: guy. I don't know. I don't know. Got uh, Coach Carter, Butch Carter from Alexander Central. Oh, he's the head guy. Yeah. He's going to do what Coach Carter
0: tells him to do. Okay. Yes, sir, coach. All right. So I think it'll look very much like Alexander Central to some degree. Yeah, there you go. You very well see that. Yeah. Okay? Why wouldn't it be? So we're going to be seeing more of this kind of stuff roll out, so it's really exciting. Congratulations to the players and coaches who are going to get to represent there. volleyball action today. Two games of note in this area, third round of the volleyball playoffs. Gray Stone Day. Still don't know who that group is exactly. They're coming to Highland Tech to take on the Rams today, third round of the playoffs. That's a two-versus-seven matchup. Then you got Kings Mountain hosting Lake Lake Norman Charter. That's a three-versus-six match. In the 3A bracket, they're going to face off today at Kings Mountain in third-round action. The Texans come in to take on the Panthers this week. World Series Game 1, the starters have been announced. Zach Gallen for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Nathan Eovaldi for the Texas Rangers. I think that's a great pick for Bruce Bocci, an obvious pick for Bruce Boce, as I think the Rangers have an opportunity to get off on the right foot with Nathan Ivaldi on the bump. He is 4-0 and in the postseason this year. He has been phenomenal. You were talking about Greystone Day.
2: They're from Meissenheimer. That's down near Pfeiffer University. That's where oh, Pfeiffer the, the, University the is. The
0: village of Meissenheimer. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's what they call that place. As yep. a matter of fact, Brittany was down there last night. Uh, Brevard played at uh, Pfeiffer. Really? Yeah, lost
0: in five sets. Oh, so she could very well be maybe recruiting some of these kids uh, I, from Day. Maybe I'll ask her about it. Okay. Well, they'll be at Highland Tech tonight, playing at six o'clock. That's first serve. I'll be there. So it's been kind of a busy week for me in Highland Tech. They've oh, got, what, what about your busy day yesterday? You took it. You took a trip down the south. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that later. Eighty five South. Yes. A long 85 South. That was a lot of driving yesterday. So what we'll do is this. We got Shane Short coming up at 720. We got two minutes. You can't brag on yourself for 90 seconds? No, we, we, we're going to save it for other stuff. Well, give okay. me two
2: minutes. I'll brag on myself.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll do that at the 740 ball. I don't need that long, like three seconds. Okay. Let's take our break. At 720, we'll have Shane Short come on at 740. We'll try to give away some tickets. We'll try to get some phone calls in. All that kind of stuff. Final show of the week here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back here in just a bit on WGNC AM 1450. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allentate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allentate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving.
3: on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio. The power of sound.
0: morning show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Let's see if this thing is working this early in the morning. Head coach of the Bessemer City Yellow Jacket, Shane Short. Good morning. Can you hear me? Hey, good morning. I got you. Oh, that's fantastic. It's it's good when the technology works early. Coach, it's been a month (laughs) since we've been together. It has been. You have seen a lot of football uh, from your club as you go into tomorrow night's regular season finale against Cherryville. So I'll just go ahead and start with the very obvious question. How's the club? How are things going as you prepare for Cherryville tomorrow night?
4: We uh, It's been a good week of practice. Uh, the bye week you know helped us a lot, helped us heal up. And uh, we, you know, we're excited. We haven't had a great week of practice so far.
0: Coach, you um. When we last talked, you talked about what this run of games against the likes of Shelby, Burns, East Gaston would prove to you and prove to your club. Now that you're on the other side of that gauntlet in the conference, what are some of your thoughts about the club? What did you learn about your team and what do you think they're going to be able to take moving forward with this final game of the regular season coming up against Cherryville?
4: Yeah, we uh, you know, we we learned that we got some kids
0: that that want to fight. They they want to I mean,
4: compete. I mean, compete. They want to compete. They want to, you know, want to fight for the game is over. And you know, we 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 saw a few things that we liked during that stretch, and and definitely saw some stuff that we needed to to work on and improve on. And uh, we we feel like we've we've done a good job of trying to address some of those those issues this last week
0: and a half. Shane, for for all the for all that goes into a football season, the the off season training, obviously the social media that you guys were able to do, many other schools do that. I thought it was a great look. I thought it did some great things for your kids. But ultimately, it's this time of the year to where clubs go into a lot of different directions. You guys have had a lot of on field success this year. You've had a good football season, and there's every reason to believe that you guys are going to continue that tomorrow night against Cherryville but from this standpoint how imperative was it for you to find out where your fighters were on your roster and how they were going to help propel this team forward as you make a run potentially a protracted run into the playoffs
4: uh, yeah that's a great question I think you know we talked about last time we talked about that that stretch of three games which is as tough as I say any in that a 118 is going to play in the state. Yes, sir. we talked about we did not we did not come out of that the, the right way. We didn't approach it the right way last year, and uh, we think this year we, we, we liked our approach to it. We, we took the approach that we were going to prepare to compete every week. we were going to look to try and find ways to improve our football team. The backside of it, a better football team. Uh, we feel like we've done that. We found we found some. Yeah, I don't want to say wrinkles, but we found some some guys that we, we feel like we're going to be able to use in a different way moving forward down the stretch run, the, you know, finishing up the conference slate with Cherville and, and making a playoff push. You know, we, you know, we feel better coming out of that stretch this year than we did a year ago, certainly.
2: Coach, how many of those guys are underclassmen? Because, I, I mean, you know, you, you have to play for <laughs> – go ahead. You're laughing. It must be a ton of them. Yeah,
4: so we, we – we typically we start 14 sophomores or freshmen. Um only got a couple of juniors, and we've got uh, five five seniors that honor tomorrow night at senior night. So we're, you know, a lot of teams, you know, talk about being young. We are an extremely young group, especially at the skill positions.
2: Well, t- well, let's elaborate on that a second because it's not just about football. These guys on to play baseball and basketball and everything else. And at at the end of the day, it's just going to make the whole athletic program, and it's going to get everybody more excited about the football team next year.
4: Well, I will tell you, we're actually – I'm actually out here I'm right now with you on the phone at Bessemer City Central with a group of cheerleaders and football players, and we're opening car doors this morning, um, you know, letting kids out here at Bessemer City Central. And we'll be at, we'll be at Bessemer City Primary tomorrow Tomorrow morning doing the same thing. You know, we're excited about the direction of the program. We're excited about, you know, what we've got coming up for the next few years. So, yeah, we, we are uh, a young like – sound, like
2: sound like you're at the daycare, Coach.
4: <laughs> some days <laughs> hey listen some, some some days it feels like that but not in a good way so. is that
0: your alarm clock <laughs> no 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 i that was max preps on oh. my computer oh. okay i thought coach that had was, like,
2: i thought coach had one of those uh dancing things I, one of those I, wind up i know
0: but it was coming through loud and clear wasn't it yeah thank you max preps we love that
2: my bad coach that was, that was brian brian's at the daycare he has to deal with me all day <laughs>
0: Coach, I I did want to ask, with you guys going out to the schools obviously pouring into those kids, those parents that are taking their kids to school, I want to ask you this question because I think this is incredibly important for a place like Bessemer City, North Carolina. You know, I've got some close relationships with a lot of your players, some parents that are from that part of the world. How important is it for a team like this in a city like this, in a town like Bessemer City, to pour into the community the way that they do, not just for now, because the now is certainly important, but for future things, because you've got a lot of kids on that roster that have an opportunity of doing something very special. And sometimes those kids don't get an opportunity to get out of Bessemer City. But there's a lot of promise in those kids. How important is it for you and your coaching staff to do everything you possibly can to give those kids every opportunity to get out of Bessemer City and do something special with their lives.
4: Yeah, that, that is the number one reason
0: that we coach.
4: We want to try our best to put these kids in you know, a first teach teach values and life lessons. We want to try our best to put these kids in a position to be able to make decisions to better their future, to better themselves and better their families. And, and I think, you know, starting, you know, in the community, starting to make sure that these these families and these young kids understand that we're here for the long haul. We're not here for this year. We're not here for a two-year stretch. We're here to, to, to pour into this community and really try to, to, to turn the culture of Bestman City football and Bestman City athletics around. That's that's really what we're here to do. But you talk about our kids and and – Opportunities going forward, and opportunities to to, to do great things in life. Uh, I got a treat for you this morning. Okay, I'm getting ready to put you on the phone. Fo- I'm getting ready to put you on the phone with one of those guys who can write his ticket to go anywhere he wants to go in school. Not only because he's one of the better football players in our area, but he is at the top of his class when it comes to academics. I'm going to hand you over to number four, Jay Sean Thomas, right now.
5: Good morning,
0: Twin. Good morning. How you doing, brother? I'm good. Now now I got to before we square this up. You you're coming back by the house this weekend, is that right?
5: Yes, sir. Okay.
0: Okay, that's good. All right. Man, ha, look, you right now where you are. I I and I'm I'm so glad that coach Short has done this. Right now where you are. Kind of give us an idea of what it means to be out there in the community, because you're definitely one of those community guys, the community loves you, mm-hmm. they have embraced you, and you have an opportunity to pour into a bunch of little kids that just love number four. They do. They love them some number four. How important is yes, that sir. for you to be involved in that And then the next question I'm going to ask you is about what some of your future plans are, because I think we've had conversations about this, and I definitely want to kind of share some of that news moving forward. But let's talk about the community, what Bessemer City means to you and what those little kids mean to you that you're helping this morning.
5: Bessemer City means a lot to me, but being in the community, it's like it feels good. It feels like you're being loved and then getting to help younger people and want to like make them be involved make them feel good in the morning, and then, like, you encourage them to want to come to B.C. and play sports. It's like being, being around all the football players here, it's like a brotherhood. Like, you come closer together, you become good friends, and it just feels real amazing to be out here.
0: Yes, yes, it does. Now, now I want to I wanna ask you this, okay? Because we've Mm -hmm. had we've had this conversation certainly off air, and this was this was not scripted this morning. This is this is Shane Short doing work, so I I certainly appreciate it. But but let me let me ask you this: what what does the future hold for you? Because this is this is part of the plan. This is part of the plan, and and everybody's got a different plan for themselves. What are you looking to do? Mm
5: I'm looking to go further my education in more like the criminal justice field and forensic science, majoring in forensic science in college, but also like furthering my sports career, either football or baseball. And we're going to see how it goes, but really looking like at Guilford for the uh, criminal justice classes.
0: Okay. So, all right. So this is. This is part of what it is that we're wanting to continue to tell these stories about. So, here's what I'm hoping that we can do. Obviously, you and I are going to stay in touch with each other offline and things like that. I mean, we're, look, fact of the matter is, we're probably going to watch some football and have some pizza this weekend and all that good stuff because I got a lot of stuff yes, sir. I got to move. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know. Smoopy's going to be there. Little Bit's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there. We'll have some fun. But I definitely want to keep this going. I definitely want to keep you guys from Bessemer City on our radar because this is a great story. We got tons of great stories in this area, and we want to continue to tell those stories. That's exactly why we do the Rush Hour Morning Show. You guys need to be talked about in communities like Dallas, Mount Holly, Bessemer City, certainly here in Belmont, things like this. Jay Sean, thank you so much for being a part of our morning show. We will catch up with you later on, brother. Take it easy. Yes, sir. And just like that. There you go, Corky. Uh, th- listen, that's one of those times I
2: feel like Pat McAfee over here, isn't it? I'm like, is there a camera? Are, are, there, are there cameras in here? Listen to that kid. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that great? God, it just, it just it gives you hope for the future, does it not, Brian? No question. I mean, here's a you know 17, 18 year old kid who comes on the show and talks like a grown man. Isn't that crazy?
0: Well, yeah. I, and and see, here's the thing about it. You know,
2: the only reason Dude, it's, it's, it's way bigger than football. It's way bigger than baseball and basketball and I've got to win Friday night and we can't get get beat. It's way past ego, Brian. It's way past all that stuff.
0: Well, and and that's the thing about it. But and and Okay, for instance. Um, I'll this ta-
2: show is going to be loaded today.
0: Well, and, and I talk about Bessemer City in this regard. Randall Pettis, I was just, literally, I was just looking at the Northern Kentucky University roster. Yeah. Looking at their schedule. Are they going to be nearby the area so I can go watch the Norse play? They're one of the, my favorite basketball teams in college hoops. And I'd forgotten that Randall Pettis signed to play at Northern Kentucky. Yeah. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like, you got to be kidding. Another Bessemer that, City that, kid. A, a, another kid from Bessemer City. And look, the point is not so they can necessarily leave Bessemer City and never come back. Yeah. Okay? Because a lot of these kids that will get an opportunity, Jay Sean, okay, and his twin, Jaquan. There, those are the kind of kids that will go and move off, go to college, find themselves a career, and then they're going to bring it right back to this part of the world because just how much these communities mean to them. And that's why we need to do as much as we can to support these kids to get them to go out and and fly. Just go out and do something awesome with your life, and then come back and make everybody better from it.
2: You know, we had Matthew Memrick on the show from uh, yep. Queen City News, right? Queen City News, it, yes, sir. And, and during that conversation we had with him, you know, he talked. We talked about the feel-good stories and things like that. And you know, a, a, most of the time. Uh, the viewers don't want to see that they just they want to see a little bit of it but people would rather see car crashes and buildings burned down and wars and th- you know COVID numbers and all that stuff like that Brian that stuff don't help anybody don't help anybody stories like this about a kid maybe the kid wasn't supposed to make it I don't know anything about him I know I wasn't supposed to make it were you not really
0: it, it was it it's was gonna be going, tough it was gonna be tough gonna
2: be tough you know, you talk about that audition you had yesterday. There's, uh, Brian, it's never too late. It's never too late to believe in yourself and go out here and just give it a shot. It's never too late. And I love hearing stories about young guys like this. The guys, he's highly intelligent. You can tell he was on the show for a couple of minutes. The kid's sharp as a He's tack. highly intelligent. He's articulate. You can tell that he cares. He he appreciates his community. And guys like that, Brian, are the guys that make it to the next stage and then come back and reinvest in the community. And that is what it's all about. Nobody's going to remember what Bessemer City's record is this year. Nobody's going to remember what anybody's stats were. They're not going to remember if they make it to the playoff. That stuff's not going to matter. If they win the state championship this year, 10 years from now – They'll, people will remember they won the state championship. They won't remember what year it was or who the coach was. or
0: You know what I'm saying? Or what happened on third and eight in the third quarter.
2: <laughs> no, no, nobody's going to remember stuff like that. They'll remember when you go do something in life and come back and reinvest. That's what people will always remember. That's why, you know, you got coaches like Shane Short who are investing in these kids. His players will never forget him. Coach Hodges' guys will never forget him. Coach Medlin's guys, I don't care if they lose tomorrow night and go 0-10 this year. His guys will never forget him. You know what I'm saying?
0: No question about I mean, it.
2: That's what this whole thing is about. It's not about, it's not about the Panthers and, you know, can the Hornets win? Go 500? It's not about that stuff, bro. That stuff's just entertainment. That's all that is. It's not, it's not real. It's entertainment. It's something to do if you got some extra cash laying around. Well, that's it, how I look at it.
0: Well, it means something in the here and now. Yeah, it means something to the owners. Sure. Yeah,
2: they're gonna sell some merch and twenty-five dollar beers and hundred dollar nachos. Right.
0: And, and and it does. And I, mean, I get it. and for fans, it does. It means something in the here and now. But this is the kind of stuff that twenty years from now It's gonna matter. It's gonna matter. Yeah. And that's why I'm so glad that we can be a part of it. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna open up the phone lines. We're gonna talk in the middle of some stuff about what's going on this weekend because this is the last show of the week. No Friday show tomorrow. We'll try to get a best of ready to go for Scott Neisler. We come back. We'll take your calls, 704-689-3820. That's 704-689-3820. We come back, we'll cover a whole wide spectrum of things. We'll also try to give away some tickets. All that as we continue on this Thursday morning on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k, and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704 864 for 2000.
2: This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association.
0: And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Thursday morning. A loaded show today. Last one of the week. At 8 o'clock, Ben McMillan, the head coach of the Stuart Kramer Storm, will be on at 8.20. Richard Walker will be on. We'll be talking about the Charlotte Hornets a little bit. Going to try to dive into the Panthers maybe just a hair, and then we're going to talk about some of the matchups coming up this week in high school football as we wrap up the regular season and start making our way for the playoffs. Monday's show, okay? Monday's show, we're going to break down – the playoff brackets as it relates to all of the teams here in our area. Okay? So we're going to have that going on, and then we're going to cover as much baseball as we possibly can from the weekend. But we got a caller, so let's go ahead and get after it. Caller, you're on the air.
1: Morning, Brian. How are you, sir?
0: Oh, Nina Brad. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's up, Sexy? Hey, I was hey, – you talking about Brian or me? You. Not Brian. You ever
2: seen him oh, in person? that's Brian. I told you he had a well, face for I, uh, radio. Quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that makes all of us.
0: That's why I don't want the cameras hey. in here. That's hey, what it is. I, look, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm just waiting for the guillotine to come down across my neck. Are you kidding me right now? He's sexy, isn't he? I mean, hey, hey look, if you hey. guys are talking like to me like that about me and I'm here, what are you guys saying about me when I'm not right, around? Listen, that's I mean. one thing about me. If I'm going to say it to you, it'll be to your face, okay. not to your back. Well, I'll promise you that. He's sexy, and he? there's that there one song that
1: says, "I'm I'm sexy and I know it." That's Brian. I think that's Brian right there. Uh, I, look at yeah. Brian. You I, should listen. You
2: should. I think his, you his guys cheek-
0: have lost listen, your collective listen, minds. Listen,
2: his cheeks are getting rosy right now. He's smiling. He's got his hair slicked back. Look at him. He's nicely groomed. Look at this guy. I'm
0: not nicely groomed. He's I think you look, look at you. you. Got a nice look- little goatee going. I look like I rolled straight up out of bed. Oh, by the mm. way, I kind of did.
2: Oh well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time you showed up five minutes early. He would look good in that Georgia Tech yellow as well. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't that be nice? I think so.
5: Well. Yeah, I hey, believe
2: he would look good in Georgia Tech yellow. What, what's the chance B-Rush will be doing – what's the chances by the end of the year, by the, by December 30 – there's 30, 31 days of December?
0: 31 days. Yeah,
2: okay. Let me act Okay, like, let me act like I knew that. Let me start over. What's the chances by December 31st at midnight, our boy B-Rush will have announced an ACC basketball game? Is that a possibility? I think it's a high possibility. I, I, high possibility, definitely better than chances of me winning the lottery, so I, I'm, uh, I'm putting my money on it.: and, and way better chances of me announcing an ACC game, so <laughs> there you, you got, got that right. <laughs> wow.
0: <Hey>. Wow. <laughs> apparently that apparently that guillotine swings the other way yeah. too.: so. Yeah,
2: did you uh, you must have orchestrated that?: No <laughs>
0: nope, no no, no, Use no. Tele- telepathy. Nope, nope, nothing telepathic going on here. Um, well, Ina, Brad, what's going on? What's new in your world?
1: Hey, I, I know I was going to tell you a little bit more about Bessemer City. Um, I'm pretty good friends with the new basketball coach over there, Marcus Barnett, and he. Um, we saw the preseason poll, and um, obviously they lost a lot of seniors and obviously lost probably one of the most talented players to come through Bessemer City ever, and Mr. Randall Pettis. But he is a little disappointed in where they are ranked. And I think you, um, I'm going to give you his contact and let you uh, let him tell his story. He is another guy that's giving back to the community. Um, I can't remember exactly what year he graduated, but he is, um, he went to community college and played a little JUCO ball, I believe, and uh, has been back helping the program. And he is now the full time uh, head coach there, Marcus Barnett. So you need to get, I'll get you his contact and get you to let him tell his story and some, some story about some of the kids that he's working with right
2: now. Hey, Brad, you know, that's one thing Brian and I talk about all the time. Dude, I want to use anything I can to motivate my team. Why would you not look at the preseason poll and, and be upset about it and use it to motivate your kids? Anything.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and I do understand the um, the reasoning behind it. I mean, when you lose that much talent, um, you know, it is hard to come back from that. I mean, that is, uh, that is like I say, you're losing probably the best player in best City in history. And one of the best in Gaston County, and then probably Brian. I don't know if I'm correct, but at least at least five or six seniors. That is tough to come back, but it is a good motivating tool. Um, and he made the comment. I I, I keep receipts, and I uh, hopefully he does. Um, I think he will, He does a, he does summer league ball with uh, AAU. Um, I, he he's he's doing it right, and Marcus
0: is a good guy. Well, and certainly as as we start to turn the corner from football into basketball. You know, obviously, that's that's right in my wheelhouse. I mean, I I want to have the conversations with Marcus Barnett and many of the coaches that are in this area, because Bessemer City, I mean, there is there's supposed to be a precipitous drop in what this team is going to do this year versus last year. Thank you for the call, Niner Brad. But the reality—you hang up on him. I did not. Oh, where'd he I, go? I did not. He 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 did. He's he's doing radio protocol. And then calling right back.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> so, so you're like, trying to give him some credit? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> hey, but you, but you know, listen, Brad was right. I mean, they lost what? They, they lost one, two, three, four. I mean, four guys who lit it up.
0: Right. They they lost a lot of offense. Randall Pettis. Randall Pettis was one of those unique basketball players in this area. This guy had great feel around the basket. I the, the kid could flat light it up. Now, the thing that he's going to run into at Northern Kentucky, and I really, really hope that he stays the course at Northern Kentucky because he's in a place to where, in that Horizon League, he can quickly develop. You've seen it from Des Warwick. You've seen it from Sam Vinson. Sam Vinson was – Mr. Kentucky Basketball, his senior year of high school, he chose to go to Northern Kentucky. Des Warwick could have transferred to anywhere in the country and would have lit it up. He's one of the best players in the Horizon League. Randall Pettis is going to take some bumps. They've also had a couple transfers come in. One's a graduate from a Division II school, which is a Division II powerhouse in their part of the world. This is a guy that's going to, if he's willing to, he's going to take his lumps and he's going to learn fast how to play at a Horizon League level. And if he does so, I think he's going to be able to mature into one of these type players that could be very similar to a Des Warwick or a Sam Vinson. Hey, Brad, wh- wh-
2: listen, I understand where Coach's uh, thought process. I get it too, man. i I love for t- somebody to tell me I can't do something. <laughs> hey, like I used to tell my mom when I was like six years old, watch me, right? So I, I get coaches' uh, m- mentality. But the reality is, you know, he lost the Pettis kid, averaging twenty-four points a game. He had Keyshawn Adams averaging seventeen points a game. He lost him. He lost a smart kid. He, he, I think, he was averaging about 15, 16 points a game. I mean, who does he have left? He, he lost everybody. Where's he getting these kids from? He
1: did. Uh, you know, you do have a JV program, and I, I think they were about, they had about thirteen on the roster last year, I believe. Um, but like I say, the JV program and the middle school will be. Moving up, um, and you know, that's why you go out there and you go in the community and you say, Hey, young man, you know, you go to the local gyms, you know, come, come on out, and um, you start developing them at eighth, ninth grade. And you know, by the time they're juniors and seniors, you, you have what you had last year. And you know, singing praises to Randall, Pet, uh, Randall again, you know, if he was six four, six five, he would have. 100% been at ACC level school. Um, I, I have no doubt about that. It kind of reminded me of a uh, Terry Wisnip that played at Cheril. Right. Uh, right. had a yep. back for. I mean, just could you know shot the three well, but you know that the game, the mid-range game, it was just I, I was just flabbergasted. Is that a good word? Um, that's that's uh, a pretty good word. Good, that's a good word. Uh, but I was just in, really impressed and uh, how that Bester City-East Gaston game, how well he was able to control because he was the guy that everybody was looking to stop. And when at the high school level, it's easy to do that. You can do boxing ones. You can double-team as soon as he gets the ball. But he was still able to control his shot selection and make others better around him. And that that's hard to come by in high school level.
0: Well, and one of the things that this league in particular is going to create a problem for Marcus Barnett, strangely enough, is the fact that East Gaston Still has quite a few pieces from last year's significant basketball run. And Shelby's always going to be competitive. I mean, there's always going to be a guy at Shelby that shows up and puts up some crazy numbers and really makes that program go. So for Bessemer City, keep your receipts without question. Show that marked improvement. By all means, do so. But it's not like... The cupboard's empty at some of the other schools as well. Shelby's going to always have a good basketball program. East Gaston's still riding a high to where they're going to have a lot of talent. And so, therefore, you know, I think there's going you know, to be some time for Bessemer City to understand that, okay, there's, there's some teams that are having their day, but yes, it, at some point, we're, we're going to get our day again as well.
1: Correct. And it's okay to lose sometimes. Um, I, I can't remember who I was talking about with, uh, you know, my da- my daughter played on two, uh, and I know it's rec ball, but they were 16-0 two years in a row, and this year they kind of took some lumps. Um, you learn a lot from losing. Uh, it's, it's hard to learn things from winning a lot of times, but uh, when you lose, you learn what to improve on. You learn how to lose, how to how to be a competitor, and how to act as a, not as a loser, but as someone that had to go through some trials. So, uh, and the last thing I want to guys leave you with, um, you were talking about East Gas, and I've talked to Tr- Mr. Trenton Sherrill. Um, so I'm, I'm, if you guys are interested in getting him on, uh, talk about his, some of his uh, impressive accolades, you know, the, the East West game and the heck of a season he's having football, um, you know, I'd be more than happy to connect you
2: guys with him as well. He, he's had a heck of a year, you know, from basketball to I mean, football. Well,
1: I mean, uh, you know, I, it's hard to throw out the term best athlete ever but it's one of those things where you know when you score up to 2,000 points and you've done as well as you have in football and basketball um he's not a he's a decent little golfer um he doesn't get to play that but i I think he was pretty good at baseball even time out a second really a good kid and hold on
0: hold on are you telling me are you telling me this left-hander plays golf too
1: he does. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna give him much
2: credit because I can really <laughs> tell. Uh, he, he, he yeah, Who are he you talk to talk? Who are you to talk? You got smoked by a bunch of high school kids last week. I
1: did. High school kids. <laughs> those, those guys. High, I got smoked by everybody.
0: Look, those high school kids aren't ordinary high school kids. Those got Those guys no, don't hang no, out no. at the pitch and putt. Those guys can legit better, play. Uh,
1: Hey, i tur- like I just said, I've taken my lumps two out of the last three years. I- I'm learning how to lose. That's not good. I got to turn it around soon. Well, it- listen, I mean, you-,
2: you had like uh, half a dozen uh, second place finishes. I mean, good grief! What more can you ask for?
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, one first place, um, uh, one win. That's that's yeah, what he's waiting win. for. <laughs> Keep swinging,
1: baby. I- I'm the Buffalo Bills. You know, I-, I guess that's what I am. The Buffalo Start Bills. Start calling you Jim Kelly. I am.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, I guess a- there
1: could be worse.
0: Yeah, Niner Brad, thank you for spending a little time with us this morning. Um, Got a couple minutes before we bring on Ben McMillan, but uh, have a great Thursday, and we'll see you somewhere around this weekend, I'm sure, because I'm going to be around, Uh, you're going to be around, I'm sure we'll cross paths. You guys have a good one, I'll
1: continue to listen. Take it easy,
0: brother. Think about that, Corky. In that that Senior Bowl game that's going to take place in Charlotte in December, the two quarterbacks, okay, two of the quarterbacks. The coach has got the option between Ben Mooney and Trenton Sherrill. Okay, you got a right hander that can really sling it around the ball field. You got a left hander that can sling it around the ball field. That that's a pretty good one-two punch at the high school level. Yeah, that's
2: going to be fun to go watch, isn't it?
0: It really will. Yeah, I hope
2: that you know. I hope they draw a tremendous crowd for that. It'll be so much talent on display. You know, Brian, even. Even before we had a kickoff on a Friday night, we knew this area was loaded in talent. Uh, we just didn't know what kind of stats and what kind of numbers these guys were going to put up. They've been doing it all season long. They've lived up to the hype. If there's such thing as hype in high school football, these kids have lived up to it, haven't they?
0: Well, they have, and we'll have a chance uh, tomorrow night to, to get one more look at everybody in totality because after Friday night things start to get pared down Yeah, pretty quickly.
2: It's time to go to work now, isn't it?
0: Well, I mean, this is where the second season gets started, and it's going to be really intriguing. I'm going to be very intrigued to see who gets in, where they get in, and then what's going to happen depending upon matchups, depending upon what the draw looks like. Who could be making a significant run that isn't necessarily one of those star teams?
2: Well, and Richard Walker coming on at 8.20. Um, I'm sure he can fill us in on all that stuff. You know, what, when can we expect the results, the pairings, you know, the seedings, you know, the whole process, because it starts this weekend. I'm pretty sure the coaches get an opportunity to, uh, uh, re re what's re, re rebuke refute. What is it? Refute. Um, in other words, if I, uh, hey, let me talk to you like, uh, Sanford and his son. In other words, if you get a draw, you don't like, you can argue it.
0: <laughs> well, I what's mean, that word refute. Well, I mean, you, you can. I mean you can you can bring up objection. Uh, you certainly can. I, I just don't know how much objection there's really I think more than anything, it's gonna be one of the situations of now, hey, you you've got us you've got us seated as an eighteen, but you've got us in the nineteen bracket. Well that's it, not right.
2: Or or they have you listed as your record is, you know, f- Four and five and you're five and four. That's things like that right. that could change right. that, you know, change you from going to a 22 seed to a 20 seed or whatever it's uh, there's uh, and typically I may be wrong, but it seems like the last couple of years, there's always been one instance of something like that. Just the minute thing, nothing major. It's minute things having to uh, be changed. Well, they
0: get it hashed out pretty quickly. Yeah. And then eventually, it's all about getting it done on the field. And these teams will get an opportunity to play beginning next Friday in the first round of the state playoffs. So let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have Ben McMillan on. Look, this year's not been the year for the Stuart Kramer Storm. Nobody's going to argue that. But the future still looks pretty doggone bright for this club. And we'll talk to the head coach here in just a moment on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be back in just a bit. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.